Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What Diddy's being accused of is as clear as day. Yeah. It's, it's actually hard to refute. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what anyone could use to defend him. Yeah. from Even from the little information that we do know, mm. all of it points towards she's telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Do 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 no, you can't on iPhone. Huh? No. Oh, no, it's kind of ringtone, but you can't have your own one, like a song. I thought you could. No, I don't think you can. Are I've you tried. Sure? If, if you can do it, let me know. I haven't tried in years, but oh. I remember back in the day, you used to be able to. Really? Couldn't you? I've, I've never had... Well, I can't remember now. Obviously, on my Android, yeah, I used to have a ringtone. But I don't think I can have a ringtone. First of all, what music do I have on my phone? There's no music stored on my phone. It's just Spotify or, yeah, or yeah, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, Because we don't do that anymore. The Well, people, Apple Music people, probably, they have music. On on on, on their phone? Mm, or is it I still in the app? I think it's still in the app, but it's the same thing of like, because I do have like three songs on my phone. Do you? Yeah, but it's from way back in the day. And every time I change my phone, it brings those wow. songs with me. What songs are they? <laughs> One is a Mr. Silver song. It be you, I don't want. It be you don't. You won't I know. Don't it. know it. It's a. It's like an Azonto song. <laughs> <laughs> the other is um, Glee. Off with you. Okay, random. So you did. I loved Glee back in the day. <laughs> and the third, oh, I can't remember. I think the third is fucking you too. But that's because they always. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know sometimes you accidentally press the wrong button? It's like and it's like YouTube. Like, Why? Is yeah, I always I'm like, <laughs> who's, up for who's this? rubbish is this? <laughs> Whose shitty music is this? Oh, it's been a minute. I'm Fola and I'm Rakia. Welcome back to episode ninety three. Uh, wait, wait am I toxic? toxic? I feel like we haven't done the intro in a few. No, episodes. we missed it last week and I think the week before. Yeah. Whoopsie. We hope you didn't forget who we are. In the meantime, um. Dare I? Should we do how are you? Or would you rather skip that today? Sure. <laughs> how are you? I want to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. no. No, 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 no. Um, I'm fine. I'm just fine. Seasonal depression is very much whooping me in my ass, mm. as I said a couple of weeks ago. But I think it's actually getting progressively worse. Mm. Um, there's no feeling like it, honestly. It's the mornings. Yeah. It's the mornings, the and mornings when it gets rough. to about four pm, yeah. it's just like I wish there was a camera in my room, and you see me in the morning because I literally talk to myself. I'm like, "How am I going to do this? Like, it's just I hate this. I hate mm. this." And I'm like, "Oh, how am I going to get up? How am I going to get up?" 
Um, Bless you. Yeah, it's hard. And I think having conversations with people as well. You know when, um, have you experienced that feeling when you're talking to someone and you feel like you're melting because you're so hot? Yes. You kind of have that feeling when talking to people. Like you feel like they can see your face like, Disintegrating like because into pieces. Of, oh, because of the seasonal depression. Yeah, or like I'm like just they not, can see straight through. Yeah, I'm basically. not alive. Okay. Like I feel like I'm visibly just crumbling in front of right. you. But it's probably not the case. Yeah, there's definitely can't. <laughs> yeah. But I know it's happening right now. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm comfortable with you so I could be sad in front of you. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a tough time. It's a tough time. But do you know what? I think. Um, I said at the start of November that the next two months are just going to be dedicated to me. Mm. So I'm kind of in a, 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 a decent space where I'm just trying to do things that I enjoy a little That's bit. Fine. Or just That's fine. That's whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. I've been thinking about um, prison a lot lately. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As in, what, you going? Yeah, I'm really scared. Oh, that happens to me. I think I've said that. That's like one of my biggest fears in life. Prison. Going, going to prison, yeah. Yeah, it never used to be for me, but I'm, I'm quite scared now. I think it's being locked up for 23 hours. Oh my God. You know what I just realized? What? It's because you've been watching Banged Up. Oh, for yeah. Fuck's sake. That's why. <laughs> that is why. You know, the other day I actually watched, um, I was looking for a drama on BBC Three and I saw Prison when I thought, yeah, watch that. What's wrong with so you? Maybe it's in my mind. Clearly. Maybe I feel imprisoned. This is stuff <laughs> my own brain at the moment, basically. God forbid. Yeah, but I'm really scared. You're scared as well. Yeah. It's. But is there a particular reason that you're scared or you just have a new fear of... I just think that I value, <laughs> like everybody else probably does, I value my freedom a lot. Yeah. And the thoughts of being banged... And I, the thing is, this is what... I tried to research it, but I don't think it was necessarily clear. Are they genuinely banged up or in their cell for 23 hours a day? No. And they're allowed up for one hour? That oh, in London? In London or the, or the UK. I think the UK is not as strict as that. But I think maybe for like, um, what's that one for the, you know, top security one? That's for real serious offenders. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe yeah. them, but I don't... I think during I COVID, hear, actually, they were banged up for... Yeah, yeah. Can I you think imagine? COVID, yeah, it was different. 23 hours. In solitude. You lose your mind. That's what, Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm scared of. Yeah. Like, are you... Because well, I was thinking about this. So um, I've also been watching 24 Hours in Police Custody, which I also enjoy. Um, And like, you know, when they put you in a cell and you're literally on like a, a hard bed or bit of mattress, mm. a blue mattress for hours... And you just don't know when you're going to get an update. Mm. And I, in my very privileged world, I thought about when I get my eyelashes done. I genuinely... And the torture of laying on your back I feel like I'm losing hours. my brain. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. feel like... Gets you feel like you're going to die. Yeah. yeah. So the thoughts of being locked up for a crime... And there's nothing to do. There's no... It's not that you can Netflix and say, oh, let no. me just binge a show. No. Nothing. Yeah. I'm petrified. It's really scary. I... My fear with prison is that, yes... It's so your freedom's gone and like you're you're literally a prisoner yeah. and that's awful. But my fear is like how easy it is to find yourself there. I genuinely yeah. worry that like yeah. I could be a wrong person, wrong time, wrong place mm-hmm. type of situation, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, I'm being prosecuted. Yeah, like I even think that with cars and stuff, you know, you can go to prison for like a Oyster card. Like, yeah, you can. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This country, you know, they're kind of lax now. But with my luck, I would be the scapegoat. <laughs> For using the wrong oyster and going to jail. No, there was even an episode where, um, so there were, it was, it's funny how they portrayed him to be because he was kind of a good citizen. Mm. Um, I think he was about 22. Um, it, it was interesting how they portrayed him because he, 
he was mixed race. Mm. So I I thought that they were going to try and paint him as like this bad man. Mm. But they actually didn't. Okay. And he was in a tracksuit. And if he didn't speak, you could assume if you were really ignorant that he was a bad man. Wow. But anyway, mm-hmm. he was a, a qualified um, civ- civil engineer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went out on a night out. His girlfriend was working behind the bar. There was this Eastern European man who was trying to chat her up, mm-hmm. um, gave her his number and then he took it and ripped it up. Mm-hmm. So they had a bit of like an exchange of words. And then um, they went outside and then the mixed race guy initially said he felt intimidated by him. He didn't know what the guy was going to do. Mm. Mm, I was unsure whether he was telling the truth or not. But anyway, yeah. he punched him one time, banged his head on the curb, died. Died, yeah. Died. I've heard stories like yeah. this. And um, yeah, he went to prison in the end for four years. But I'm just like, that could be anyone. Mm. And why? So at first, the case was swaying to more mortals the mixed race guy and, and it said it seemed like he was intimidated he didn't mean it he yeah. was a good guy but apparently there was an eyewitness who said that he was like i'm gonna smash him oh. do you know what? when people say people and you say shit, all types of i could be like i'm gonna do you in yeah but it doesn't mean it i'm planning to kill you yeah but that was like well you had intentions of of attacking actually attacking him, him. um <sighs> yeah because at first it was the case was like oh you know he's a good guy didn't mean it it was one punch Court is so scary because it is mm. literally about like who's the best storyteller. Yeah. And who's literally who's the best storyteller? Because you can use so many things to paint a picture for a yeah. jury. And that's what a good lawyer is supposed to do. Yeah, like, that's what yeah. people say I should be a lawyer. Because yeah, like you I'm, yeah. you're able to pick up on things yeah. and create something much bigger and and weighty around it that convinces people of something. Yeah. Like and it's just it's that's an art. about money. Yeah. It's like, all who's about got money. the most money. Because with good defense, they would find a way to to kind of like uh, rebuttal that mm. quite easily because mm. that's really easy to rebuttal. But at the same time, where your I guess where your um, defense is that I was intimidated by him and that's why I attacked him. But you've explicitly said that you plan to attack. Him. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? But it could be anybody. It could be Imagine anyone. me in my road rage. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine me in my road rage and I'm shouting, "You fucking dickheads!" <laughs> and I'm doing like, all of that. And then I crash into the back of them. It's like, you don't know something happens. You there was even purpose. another case actually where um, in the UK again, uh, this guy was at home with his wife. Um, she, no, he heard something. And then when he went out, he looked outside or in the camera, two people were trying to rob his house. Mm. But what happened? He put his car or something on a uh, gum tree and mm. gave the two guys the address. So their intentions was to steal, steal the car. It, yeah. He chased after them, crashed into them. And one was in like intensive care for a little bit. And another one was injured. Wow. And they, I think they said it was a manslaughter or attempted murder. Because he took it upon himself. He took the law chase, into his own hands yeah. to chase two robbers who were trying to break into his house. Um, that is unfair. It's unfair. That is yeah. unfair. I actually know a girl who... Did had her car stolen and she chased them herself. Wow! And got the car back. Wow! Yeah, yeah. But that could have gone so left. It could have. Maybe yeah. she chased them and like, yeah, you know, hit them off the they, yeah. If they went off the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, yeah. Life is easy. I mean, life isn't easy. It's very like, how lucky are you really? Yeah. yeah. Get us to America when it boy. comes to prison. Huh? It can say self defense. I feel like <laughs> America, <laughs> girl. You'd be dead. It's way worse. <laughs> way worse. No, it's in like I think in so in this country. Like they basically put that guy into prison because they were like, you took the law into your own hands. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. But in, in America, America, they'd be like, here's a badge of honor. Yeah. Well done for taking <laughs> exactly. the law into your own hands. Yeah. <laughs> even, I still, yeah, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole, but it's still fascinating that they're allowed to own guns. Like, yeah. They, 
Just imagine, please, being like, it's my right. Even thinking about it with knives. Like, mm. imagine we had the right to buy knives specifically for the purposes of defending ourselves. Defense, yeah. Do you know how ridiculous? Yeah. It's wilds. It's <laughs> and there's wilds. a section of like, which is the sharpest knife yeah. Yeah. that I'm going to add to my defense. <laughs> Do you know how crazy that is? My arsenal. Nah. Very It's crazy. Very um, we recently met um, a woman from Arkansas and she was like, she's a teacher and she was shocked that they just don't have guns at school. I guess they have mass students in schools. Mm. But um, she carries a gun to school. Right. It's just... Just awful. It's unbelievable. Awful, awful, awful. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I've been just thinking about prison. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you need to stop watching bang-ups of, yeah. of life. Because um, yeah. those things will really plant seeds in your brain that... Might be a criminal. As in you might become one? Yeah. What kind of criminal? What criminal would I be? I couldn't do fraud because I'm not smart enough. What? Don't say that. I'll get caught in a second. <laughs> I'll be like, one minute, let me just get my card reader. <laughs> I'll go to the cash boy like, with, and there's a big camera on me. I'm like, four, five, zero, zero. And I'll be on the phone and be like, Right, follow yet? Got the details. Oh, yeah, I'm just, you snitching yourself. Yeah, they'll yeah. come to my house and all the cars will be scattered across the sofa <laughs> and just yeah. I'm just. I think fraud is one of the easiest. From, all right. From, <laughs> from my old day, no, I'm joking. I've never done fraud. From what I've heard, it, <laughs> oh, you heard, yeah, yeah. Genuinely, I've never done fraud. Don't don't stitch me up. I've never. I've never. I don't know what it is, but my understanding of the process is you buy. Bank details from someone. Well, they, I I only know about deets. I don't know about fraud, fraud. Uh-huh. But I think with the deets in, they would buy bank details from somebody who was an inside man. Yeah. So somebody works at a bank. You steal bank details and you sell them to people. Mm. That's what I thought. You work for a bank, right? Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine that's how you be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah, true, I do true. not do yeah, fraud. She does. And I never have done fraud yeah, yeah, in my she life. She does not do fraud. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no fraud. What would I go to prison for? I don't know, you know. What crimes are out there? What would be the purposes of you being a criminal? Is it to make money? Or you just no, want to be I away I with... I think I'd find myself more in like... Uh, not an incident, actually, because I'm not very reactive either. Do you know what? I'm not going to prison. Yeah, I'm let's rebuke it. Yeah. What are you going to prison for? Road I mean, rage. Most likely, <laughs> road, literally, most likely thing would be road yeah. rage, and I got into a tussle. Because you're reactive. Yeah, yeah. I can react in anger. You, you'd be I won't forward plan. Yeah, I no. could never forward plan. I would plan. forward plan. Yeah, you would forward plan. Would I, I would forward be plan? more likely to forward plan than me. Yeah. Be be reactive. I'm not very reactive. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, exactly. So I'm. This is why my fear is wrong place wrong time yeah. because I know I'm a reactive person and also I find myself in very random places sometimes <laughs> so yeah but anyway prison won't be either of our pushing no no we're not good we're not good <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I don't want to go I don't want to go <laughs> I'm scared how are uh, you um yeah I'm fine uh, whatever <laughs> I feel like <laughs> anything on your mind recently uh what's been on my mind not prison for sure um what has been on my mind? Jesus. The Lord. My Lord and Savior. <laughs> it's the only thing that's been on my mind. Yes, Lord. Why am I southern suddenly when I talk about God? You have to be there. Um, well, something about church did come up, or God did come up recently. Um, I've been thinking about love a lot. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, so a concept that I think keeps coming up in conversation I have these days is like how people, it's, when it comes to love, people can be very uh, wrapped up in their present and mm. can kind of allow their present to make them believe that it's the only thing that could ever be for them. Um, mm. And I think generally as people, we're very bad at being able to conceptualize the idea of future when it comes to love specifically. Oh, yeah. I think everyone is a good, big and good dreamer when it comes to, I'm going to make money. I'm going to climb the ladder in my career. I'm going to travel the world. Loads of things that we all technically don't actually have any control over. Because I think what it is, is people think that they have control over certain things in their life and love isn't one of the things that they have control over. Yeah. So it's easy for people to dream Mm. about work, about you know, travel, family, whatever. Yeah, because it feels yeah. like something. That if I do X, Y, Z, I get X. I if I do X, I get Y. Mm. If I do Y, I get Z. And with love, it doesn't work like that. But I think that's a myth that people need to debunk because there is no recipe for even with your career and traveling the world. Like it doesn't always work like that. No, you don't it have control over. Yeah, yeah. We all, God knows, we all don't have control over our careers because if we did, we'd all be CEOs and millionaires. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot else that happens. But I think when it comes to like love, people really struggle to dream, um, and struggle to wrap their mind around the idea that like just because now looks like this mm-hmm. doesn't mean that tomorrow couldn't look completely different. And I find it really interesting. I'm I'm specifically talking about basically single people who are like, I'm never going to find anyone. Me! God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> and you will find someone. I'm talking to you. I'm literally <laughs> looking you in your eyes. Right, I'm talking to you. Like, say it. Say my name. <laughs> so Rukia, you need to stop. Because, no, genuinely, like, I think, why I don't, what I always struggle with I guess I'm a very logical person, so it's easy for me to think this way. But I, I find it interesting that people don't get that, like, or it's easy to lose grasp, sorry, yeah. of the idea that you are single until you're not. Like, <laughs> that's just how it works. Mm. Like, people think that because they're single now, there's a correlation with their potential to find a partner in the future. And it's like, you do realize that is just how it works. Like, one mm. day you are single and haven't got someone in your life, then one day, you meet someone and then that changes. And yeah. we everyone who's dated should know that because in order to date that, that had to have, you have to have been through that cycle before of, mm. you know, not got anyone. Then one day it was like, oh, I went out. I met this guy. Oh, I swapped right. And he swapped right too. And one day <laughs> someone just comes <laughs> boom, boom, into bang. your life. That's how it works. It just, just, yes, I agree. I do definitely agree. And I think from experience where I've experienced heartbreak and it feels like the end of my world. And then suddenly I've gone out and met someone and it's like, well, let's start this, start this rolling up, up again. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes when you, when it, so for some people who have never been in a relationship, mm-hmm. it's like how much hope can they continuously hold on to? Mm-hmm. And I think when you've got, maybe you're going through a chain of like shit relationships, you do eventually lose your momentum. Yeah, I completely um, understand But you. I think, that's why just in general faith is just so important mm-hmm. because you can suddenly that we've heard so many times where somebody meets the love of their life at 50 mm-hmm. and god knows what like my mom i'm sure when she split with my dad she thought never gonna meet a man yeah, again i've had yeah. two kids with somebody yeah here. and then she went on to have another partner and yeah. another child so sometimes yeah. you just you just don't know yeah. um i guess 
that's what it is though. It's mm. like you don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. You don't that's know. torturous within and itself. It is, but also, I guess it's it's a perspective thing. Yeah. Half, ugh, cup half full, cup half empty yeah. type situation. Yeah. Like, the point is that you don't know. So, mm. why not allow yourself that room to dream? I do, I do completely understand the concept of being worn down mm. after failed dating experiences because mm-hmm. God knows I've been there a million times. But, what always brings me back up is like just remembering, first of all, the number of times that I felt like that. Yeah. And then one day you don't feel like that. And then mm. one day you meet somebody new. Mm. Um, and second of all, I always think that like the women that came before us, the men that came before us, they're, I don't think many people in the world can say that like they had several loves. Mm. This is why the idea of monogamy is a thing. Mm. It's that you find one person that you feel is worthy of you settling down with yeah. for the rest of your life. I don't think many people find multiple ones. So the only thing that we could ever have before finding the one is failed dating experiences. Yeah. Because that's just how yeah. it works. Yeah. And like I say, I'm talking about this from a very logical perspective because I completely empathize with all of the feelings. But I think sometimes when you find yourself getting to a place that you start thinking, I, I'm cutting myself out. I clearly am not meant for this. You have to bring the logic back mm. and say, okay, is this me or is it just the way of life that people date and then they stop dating someone because it doesn't work out and they realize they, they aren't the one for them. Like it's a trial and error process. Mm. And one day the hope and prayer is that it will be the one. Yeah. So I think yeah. also, I think with many, let's just say, oh yeah, let's call it what it is, like blessings in life. You have to position yourself in the right place. Yeah. So if you are, yeah, you have to be in a position where you're ready to receive those blessings. Yeah. For example, like I'm currently in a space where I'm just, I'm really, genuinely, I'm just tired. Mm. (laughs) So I'm not maybe, I'm not going out as much as I used to go out or maybe I'm not taking care of myself the way I usually take care of myself. Yeah. And all these things contribute to me just not being ready to receive someone yeah. So yeah, at yeah. the moment Like somebody could Look at me in the street And I genuinely have no clue Because my head is to the ground Because mm. I'm not even re- I'm not even Possibly thinking That somebody's looking In my direction yeah, yeah. So it's just so important To be In a certain place yourself In order to see clearly um, yeah. And I've read a quote recently And it was like Don't trust the way You perceive yourself When your mind is turbulent Yeah um, 100% yeah. And that's genuinely how I always try to remind myself Of like When you're When you're perceiving yourself In a bad way Your mind is not functioning The way it's Meant to function Or it should function So Yeah The bad thoughts That you're having About yourself Aren't actually real Yeah Like Because yeah. on a bad day I'm like I tap out Like I just mm. There's no point of me Even speaking to anybody Um, Like it's just There's no point Yeah So I need to reply to someone Actually <laughs> It's been weeks What? A man? Not weeks Not weeks Weeks Um. Yeah Oh <laughs> Just don't have it in me Oh wow Fair enough Just don't have it in me <laughs> I'm so confused I'm like who's this? Yeah No 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 Yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's a real thing. That's I think I mentioned this on the pod before that my therapist was saying to me that like you do have control of your lower because yeah we explored that concept before as well. And she was like, a lot of people, myself included at the time, count themselves out Mm. because they feel that it's something that they have no control over and they like allow their love life to happen to them. Yeah. And she was like, There's a lot of things you can do. And I was like, like what? But I guess one of the things you're saying. The things that you, what you just described, sorry, is a good example of it. It's like there's a lot of power in putting your mind or making sure that your mind is in a certain place when it comes mm. to finding and attracting love. Because I think there are so many things. 
I feel I think we think that there's a lot of facts and we neglect all of the things that don't feel like facts and the impact that they have mm. on our love lives. So we will grasp onto the fact that supposedly men in London are trash. Mm. Uh, the fact that, you know, the dating, the dating market is a bit of a mess when where it comes to people don't want to settle down as much, like people are settling down like much later. Mm-hmm. We hold on to those facts and think those are the only contributing factors to finding love. Mm-hmm. But there are loads of like elusive things that you can't really quantify and qualify that also have a massive impact. One of them being like your, your mind frame. Yeah. And like... Because I, I have this conversation with people a lot And I think they see me as being like a bit hippie-ish mm. Where I'm like, your energy isn't, <laughs> isn't attracting yeah. a love at the moment But like, that's a huge thing mm. it, There's a domino effect Like your energy has a domino effect on the way you dress The places that you go Your mood mm-hmm. uh, How willing you are to have a conversation Like absolutely everything And at any one of those moments Or at any one of those dominoes If Something was different Yeah The whole Maybe the, the path of the domino that The way that they fall The stack that they take mm-hmm. Would be different Yeah And we you, you would never know that though Because it's not something that you can That's tangible Yeah Do you get what I, I mean? I agree And I think also When you are in a decent space And you are in a good mind frame Even when things Go bad mm. You don't even see them as bad Yeah I remember I even when I dated a guy I remember when this was And then he basically said that Oh he He's better off He thinks that We're better off as friends Blah 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 Mm. And in the moment I was like Mm. But because I was in a kind of A decent mind space at the time I thought Okay Yeah yeah (laughs) Do you know what I mean But maybe now I'd be like Oh my god And then Internalizing 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 It's me And it contributes Towards my like Yeah my uh, Bag of shit In Mm -hmm. terms of men and stuff But Mm -hmm. when you're on a decent mind frame It's kind of like Do you know when you might be in a position where you're applying for jobs and then you mm. might get rejections left, right. And, oh no, actually no, better example. When you're on like Hinge and you're just swiping, swiping, swiping and you're not getting too attached to one person, mm-hmm. you don't even clock if somebody doesn't match doesn't you. Doesn't match Because it's like, yeah, well, yeah. fair enough. Because you your mind is not, yeah. It's yeah. not there, yeah. yeah. Whereas if you're in a space of vulnerability and you're kind of like, Every swipe every matters. Every swipe matters. And it's like, he saw me <laughs> and didn't actually want to swipe back. So he looked through my pictures and thought, Nah Yeah yeah, <laughs> And you're like oh, oh my god It happens Like you yeah. just have to have thick skin And I think Don't be afraid to kind of tap in and out sometimes According to how you feel about yourself Yeah, um, yeah. And also Just to go back to what you said about Like p- when people hold on to facts about Men are trash um, Men in London are trash And when you date them and stuff Sometimes take the fact And also If it is fact And then a lot of people will see things as facts when they've experienced something, which I guess everybody does that. Fair enough. But if that's your fact, what if I said it's a fact that when you walk into that house, it's going to sit on fire, you're just going to go to another place. Yeah. So if dating in London is trash, maybe try and date someone out of London. No, you're right. My friend met someone in Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. If you, it's so true. Like, if you believe it to be true, yeah. What are you going to do with this yeah. truth? Because you can't just sit here and expect this yeah. supposed fact to just change. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? React, yeah. react, react off the back of this thing yeah. that you believe to be true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's actually really true. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, don't limit yourself to. I've kind of learned that actually in recent times. Like, people do meet people outside of London. It became goals for me at a certain point. Yeah. Also, a lot of people are moving out of London. Yeah, anyway. yeah. London is um, not everything. But it's, it's very easy to be London centric when, yeah. when you're from here. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, I well, thanks for the too. reminder. Encourage, yeah. 
So leave London <laughs> I'm going Leave this place behind I'm off There's nothing here But no I just want to Encourage people Who feel stuck in a rut mm. And that's not even Just single people Like Even people who are like In a relationship but it's, Situationships it's Situationships Like everything in between That That Logic still stands mm. Of like It's like this Until it's not <laughs> Getting out of the relationship feels like torture and, you know, it's really hard and yeah, it takes a lot of a long process. But and and the idea of finding someone new is feels impossible now. Yeah. Like as life goes, things will change. Like yeah. I, nothing stays the same. I always think about that with um, career specifically, actually. Like sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm a bit stagnant. Like I've been here for too long and I get antsy. Then I'm like, well, I can't stay here forever. Yeah. So some someday, yeah, some, something's gonna change. Yeah, and that just perks me up a little bit. Yeah, and changes my perspective. It's yeah. like I don't need to be depressed about this because like it's virtually impossible for me <laughs> to just be here forever. Something will change some, at some point. Yeah. It's just how it's gonna change and yeah. what can I do to make it change? No, you eventually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely for situationships and relationships that you're not ha- happy in. Like, please, it will be fine. Get out. It'll I think be you fine. know you could. I'm a big believer in working on things. Mm. You know, but if it gets to a point where you're just genuinely not happy mm. and it's soul destroying and you it's just feel awful, it, please, yeah. please, I beg you, just leave. We've all been there. Yeah. And it's a torturous process, but you do feel better for it. Yeah. It's like getting your injections as a child. I don't know if you believe in injections. Me? <laughs> yeah. Do what you? do you mean? Yeah. You know, um, kids, when they get their, um, what are they called? B something? What's that? Hepatitis B or Is that what it is? That's one of them Oh Yeah when well, you know when the Kids get their injections And like Like vaccinations and stuff Yeah that Oh my god yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> there we go? What is going on? <laughs> basically what I'm trying to say It's painful in the moment But yeah. it does you good basically. Yeah yeah I'm yeah. just shocked that you said Do I believe in injections? No some people are like Anti-vaccinations for kids Yeah no, and stuff. I'm, I'm not one of Oh you're not? No. Yeah no it's actually true When I think about it Yeah I no. didn't think about what I said I just asked you Yeah I know I need, I don't remember the one specifically that people are funny about with apparently autism. Yeah, there's one. Yeah. It makes. It's probably just an old school myth, right? I, I think it is. Yeah, but I can't remember yeah. which one it is. So let me know this. Speak on it. But nah, yeah. I, I'm like, inject me up. Gotcha. Inject my baby. Don't make them sick. Um, should we do the toxic thought? We should. It says, hello, hello, hello. It doesn't say hello, hello. hello. I just wanted to say hello. Oh, um, right. Hey, girls. Hello, hello. Oh, should I do it in a random voice? Because it's, it's a guy. Oh, it's a guy. Hey, girls. I'm really playing devil's advocate with this. No, I'm taking piss. I'm really playing devil's advocate <laughs> with this one. <laughs> Wasn't Your face is so concerned. <laughs> I'm really playing devil's advocate with this one. And I know I'll probably get dragged for it. So I beg, keep me a non. But why has Cassie only just decided to come out against Diddy now? And why has she gone straight for the bag instead of trying to get real justice in court? I'm not saying he's innocent, but the court of social media is the, one of the worst phenomena of today. We don't know anything. All we do know is that this woman has accused a billionaire of a madness and has walked away a millionaire because social media applied pressure on the accused man by default, as they always do. It's all mad to me. Definitely want to hear your thoughts. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Stupid. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, do you know what? Sometimes you have to really give people grace and maybe give people room to actually understand things. Because mm-hmm. I guess there's something, there's a cause in life that not everyone understands. There's some things that we don't understand. And yeah. every I guess everybody has a right to ask questions. Um, yep. And this submitter has asked the question rather than being accusatory, I guess, I think, in a way. Yeah, I think um, that the only gripe that I could have with this question mm-hmm. is that I feel like you're asking it because you have an opinion and don't want to back down on that opinion. Because yeah. this question has been answered a thousand yeah. times over. I In 2023, everybody knows the answer to this question. So anyone who's still asking it, you just believe what you believe. Yeah. And you want to you wanna talk about it. Yeah. And you want to shout from the rooftops, I think yeah. that she just wanted the money. That's, yeah. that's the reality of the situation. I also think that, um, I'm talking about black men in particular here, I think they have, they grow up... Um, and they get very attached to their idols and mm-hmm. examples of success. Mm. Diddy, is one, Diddy is one of them. Jay-Z is one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of anybody else. Um, 50, maybe 50 Cent is one <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah. Like they grow up idolizing yeah. these black men. Yeah. Um, and when they hear anything about them, they're like, they're trying to bring them down. Yeah, yeah. And like, he's my idol. They're defensive. So yeah. they're so defensive. But like, a lot of these men are toxic. And... Like two things can be things. true at once. Yes, yeah. your your idol can be intelligent yep. and really capable and inspiring when it comes to their career, and they can be a fucking abuser at yeah. home. Like, yeah. we need to be stop being so protective of people because we like the idea of them. Mm. Because God knows it's an idea. We don't know these people. <laughs> we know the PR trained interviews that they've given us over the years. Yeah. Cheeky documentary here and yeah. there. We hear of some scandal and we yeah. overlook it off the back of what good PR. Like, but good PR now as well, because I think sometimes when you do, do you know what I've realized? It's really ignorant of me as well. People really tell on themselves. Hmm? Like people, especially when you even when you read this. books, yeah. like you're like, people really tell on themselves. Do you know how many years R. Kelly was telling on himself? Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't care. And I think the exact same yeah. thing is happening with Diddy. Like, obviously, social media is blowing up with all the. Yeah. Remember this interview? Remember mm. this man has been telling on himself for years yeah. and. Similar to R. Kelly, it just goes in one ear and out yeah. the other. We yeah. literally don't even ask the question. Mm. There's been so much damning evidence that's come out over the years from like 2012, yeah. as it pertains to Diddy. And nobody asks any questions, no, no. matter despite how strangely yeah. damning they are for him. Yeah. Like, it's weird because everybody knew. Like yeah. I even I even thought about like my proximity to Cassie is. <laughs> A billion miles, a billion handshakes yeah, away. Yeah. And even when I read it, I was like, oh, finally. Like, imagine the whole world Same. knowing that you've been abused yeah. and you're being abused. And nobody says a word. But everybody knows. Because everything about that relationship <laughs> from day one yeah. seemed fishy as hell. Yeah. They were she silent. was 19. She was 19 years yeah. old when they met. Yeah. She was silent. Yeah. Didn't say a damn thing mm-hmm. about it. They would just post pictures of each other every now, with each other every now and yeah. then. And it was goals. Oh, they look so good. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. But we all thought, what the fuck is going on here? Even when when Kim Porter passed away, I remember thinking, this is so weird. Because I think him and Cassie were still together at the time. Mm. And it was so weird. Because it was like, the way he was, he was so in love, yeah. supposedly, yeah. with Kim. And it's like, you've never uttered a word about this woman. Mm. And the breakup seemed so like, yeah, we're just done now. Yeah. Like, 10 yeah. years you spent with a woman and there's no... 
There's nothing out there of you declaring love. No. There's not just you parading mm. her on red carpets. Like, well, apparently it's weird. she was um Kim Porter was actually writing a book and uh, everyone yeah, was a bit was, suspicious yeah. about she her. Was, yeah. About her yeah. death. There's a lot coming up about suspicions mm. about everyone that initially um worked at Uptown. Yo, because yeah. apparently they all died. There's only one of them that's not wow. dead. Two of them that's not dead. One wow. is Diddy. The other is some guy, I forgot his name. And um he he almost died. He went. He was in. He went into a coma, and they all died, like somewhat suspiciously. Apparently, the first coroner that um, did Kim's autopsy mm. said that it was homicide. <laughs> so, it, wait. The th- you know what's so scary about all of this is that I don't think a damn thing's gonna happen to Diddy. No, and that's that's why I I understand why she sued for money opposed to him going to jail because. Is Diddy actually really going to go to jail? Gonna go to he's jail. not going to go to no. jail. You know is what's he? mad? Yeah, he's, they settled in one day, twenty four hours. You know they settled. By oh, the they way. Said, I had no. Yeah, clue. he paid her. <gasps> well, yeah. This it's, morning, it's funny because even when people were speaking about the money, I was like, "Well, thirty million pounds it's is not a lot. He's not a billionaire." Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure. He, I assume maybe he's he waivers between billionaire. And, yeah. yeah, but if not, multi millionaire. Yeah, sure. yeah. He paid her, as in she filed. 24 hours later, this man paid her. Wow. And also remember as well that... How is that not good? This, exactly. Um, Cassie has been advised by professionals. Yeah, exactly. So she hasn't just said, woke up and said, I, I want, want 30 million. million. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that number not. even has been come to after meticulous yeah. research and plan. Like, and that, 100%. Might, that might even cover her costs, yeah. her legal costs, yeah. if anything. Yeah. She might not even get anything from it. And who she knows? might not even get the full 30 million. Like, yeah. that's what she filed for. But what they settled on, who knows? Well, I didn't know he paid her. Yeah. Literally 24 <sighs> hours later. So, yeah. To answer your several questions for the millionth time, because honestly, I, I've been seeing people in the comments on all these like, I don't know, shade rooms and stuff yeah. saying that, like, why now? Like, why did she, why did she come out sooner? And I'm just like, you lot are still asking this. Mm. You don't really still don't know the answer yeah. to that question. It's just, it's even feels perfect for me to have to answer it. Do yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's the case for everybody. Like, even when you... When you decide to go to court, it's like, why now? Why now? Why now? Or when, when I used to work with victims of domestic violence, when people, that's one of a victim's biggest fear is like, I'm not going to be believed. Yeah. And there's a time scale as well. Yeah. And everybody's so logical about You're things. on the clock, yeah. But to answer your... <laughs> is this a stupid question? <laughs> you know, your question uh, is that like, first of all, when you think about it, Diddy is a multimillionaire. He yeah. abused her. He mm. He drugged her up for... Years and years and years and years. Like she's she's still in victim mode. Mm-hmm. She has to even think about her safety. Mm-hmm. Can she? Because and it's funny actually because there was an incident where the police was called, wasn't it? I remember yeah. to the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah And I remember yeah. hearing that for all. Oh, finally, maybe yeah. something like justice will be served, and then it was just hush hush. And yeah, nothing even happened. But like she's now in a space where she has to consider her safety. So yeah. that may take. How long? And even he blew up um, Kid, Kid Cuddy's car. car. Yeah. Like she said, he's a violent man. It, like, and this is the bit that baffles me is that people don't understand that. Yeah, it's like someone's violent and scary. Yeah. Well, why don't you just fight them? <laughs> and it's make... like uh, because they're fucking violent and scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like saying like. A bear, the bear's, the bear's attacking you. Yeah. Why aren't you fighting it? It's like, it's a bear. <laughs> exactly. And it's tearing me apart. Exactly. And when there's that, that kind of emotional abuse as well, it takes you so much time to eventually come out of it and think, 
wait a minute. When And we've all been there in a relationship where there's bare red flags. And it's only when you leave it, you're like, Whoa. So when he called me after that event, when I told him mm-hmm. I'm on my way home, he was, mm-hmm. he, you're like, that was probably abusive. Yeah. When yeah. I went for my family dinner and he wouldn't stop calling me at that, that family dinner, yeah. that was probably abusive. It takes yeah. a long process to finally see the light. Yeah. As I said, don't trust the way you perceive yourself when your mind yeah, is turbulent. Yeah, like you yeah. don't know, you genuinely don't know what's going on. And to add substance misuse mm-hmm. into the mix of that, mm-hmm. my gosh. And this we do is, know what to believe. Honestly, and she's 19. A child. Yeah, she's a child. Teenager. Yeah. Like, and this is literally a tale as old as time as well. Like, when when people watch this stuff in TV shows, somehow it's so easy to believe. Like, yeah. the powerful boss who takes yeah. advantage of everybody and, and makes them feel worthless mm-hmm. and buys his way out of everything. It's entertainment. And then it's like, damn, what a madness. He's a G. He's either mm. a G or he's, he's an abuser and we hate him. Yeah. But when it's real life, it's so hard to fathom yeah. that Diddy can be so powerful that he can intimidate people into silence. Part of the story was he'd do things like he got people to make a flyer for her when yes. she had a boyfriend to say that she's hosting a show in Miami yeah. to get her away from her boyfriend yeah. for the weekend. And she apparently said in the suit that she was shocked at how easy it was for him to get people to lie for him. Mm. Like it's money's power. Do you know how powerful somebody like that is to get away for 10 years with mm-hmm. beating a woman up? Mm-hmm. After she's beaten up, they will take her to hotels to heal in in private so without any paparazzi around for days at a time. That, as in, they were human beings, yeah. staff, yeah. who would pick her up, black and blue, mm. put her in a car and take her to a hotel. And you're going to have that kind of, it be, be abused in that kind of system mm-hmm. and think, I can take him down. Yeah. I can win. Yeah. How could you? No, it's, no. It feels like it's you against a corporation. Yeah. How on earth would you ever feel empowered enough to take them down? Any sooner than now. Mm. No, <laughs> Do you know so what I true. mean? And I think, you know what I thought about when, because I, I read a few comments like this is like imagine you're at work and you have a dickhead manager mm. who keeps pissing you off the first time he said something maybe a little bit mad to you you're not, you're not like I'm out mm-hmm. see you later mm-hmm. I'm done because you're mm-hmm. thinking first of all you're thinking I'm in an uncomfortable environment here yeah. I can't just get up and shout because we're in an environment where you can't just be unruly yeah. first of all you're then thinking if I walk out how am I paying for my bills mm-hmm. this man paid for all of her mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. as well. There's um, so much to which lose. Is, again, that is a form of abuse. Yeah, literally. It's not, she's not taking it like, oh yeah, thank you so much. People, when when it comes to abuse and even financial abuse, they're abusing in a way that you don't even, you don't understand finances. Yeah, I've even, yeah. um, when I used to do my domestic violence job, there was a situation where the woman literally never had a bank, he had her bank card and she didn't even know how to use the ATM. Yeah, she yeah. genuinely didn't understand. Yeah. And that's not because she didn't want because he paid for everything and she was fine and with that. like, that's so nice. He was financially controlling yeah. her. People are so quick to add their idea of money into it because because you are hungry yeah. and, and all you think about is money and yeah. think that it's the most valuable thing in yeah. life. It's hard to fathom that like, when you're being having your life paid for, that could be anything but great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's like, no, it's, so it's control. Like, I, I, I could probably say that if I was working for a company and somebody said something inappropriate to me, mm. like imagine someone called me the N-word at work mm. and they said, Ricky L, we'll, we'll pay you out, we'll give you 50K. I would probably be likely to be hush-hush about it mm-hmm. and take the money and go. Mm-hmm. A lot of, maybe some people might more financially, I don't know, comfortable may you know not say no to that but i probably would take that yeah, money because it and that's it's control it is it's control they, you know the power yeah. of money and you know what it does to, yeah. to put somebody in a situation where 
you control all of theirs or offer them something that they wouldn't be able to get elsewhere. Yeah. So they're willing to take a little bit more pain and endure mm. a little bit more in order to have it. Like, mm. it, it, that shouldn't be a concept that's difficult for people to grasp. Yeah. And I think on, like, her going, going for the money instead of justice, like, there, there will be no justice. There will be the any day, justice. I think yeah. being a victim to this degree... It, it's very easy to believe that she could feel like whether it's money, whether it's him in jail, there is no justice. Yeah. Because you've scarred this person. Yeah. Like, you've already ruined their life. It's like how, um, I don't know, when people, families of somebody who's who have been, who's been murdered or something, mm. um, when they go to court and they see the person actually just, um, just not justified, um, drew, what's um, the word? Sorry, pres- uh, prosecuted. Oh, prosecuted. <laughs> When they see the yeah. person actually get prosecuted for yeah. it, it, you don't even see them happy. Yeah, because it's no. like, there is nothing that is going to bring the life of that mm-hmm. person back. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really similar with abuse. It's like, you've already scarred me. Like, I, whether you go to prison yeah. or, is, or that it's money, maybe I want the money. Yeah. I'm, even the money, is it even going to be good no. for me? I it's think this is all about money. her voice being heard. 100%. And I think she That's mentioned she says, yeah. like, her children as well. I think yeah. when you... I think when you have children and you see like another life and you're like, I need to do this as a mom. Like I need to, I don't know, be an example to my child and yeah. say like, this is not okay. Yeah. Um, because yeah, she's been silenced for years. I wonder how her, what's his name? Alex Fine. I wonder how he feel, feels about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that must, it must be so hard for yeah. them. And honestly, I take my suffering. hat off. suffering. Of yeah. course. You, do you know what 10 years is? Yeah. And it's 10 of your formative years. Like when yeah. I think about myself at 19 mm. years old, if there were ever a man, some people are complaining about, oh, their dad was abusing them yeah. for 10 years yeah. from 19. Like imagine being your lover. Yeah. Who Everybody idolizes. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. is like a god to mm. some people. And they're abusing you. And I, I when I think about the things that I learned and the things that I did from mm. 19 to 29, mm. like they were literally probably the most formative years of my life. Yeah. And made me who I am today from, yeah. you know, traveling from to, to going through hard stuff, like to um, career. They were the years that formed where I decided who it was that I was. Yeah. Because I think before 19, you're still who your parents kind of want you to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. So imagine being it's scooped like going, up. Not, it's like um, staying at home for uni. Yes, it's like you don't exactly. form your you independence. Didn't, you didn't get the opportunity yeah. to form your independence. Imagine being scooped up mm. at that key pivotal point of your life into this man's hands. Yeah. And people are surprised that it's taken her a minute to, <laughs> to get herself together, to even <laughs> learn who it is that she is. Yeah. It's just, it's awful. It's so awful. It's, and do you know what I also thought about as well was um, the fact that, I don't know so much now, but... Um, about her and Karuchi being so close as friends. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were really close. Like, during... I want to say maybe five years ago. Like I'll see them a lot together. Mm. And I'm like, wow, you probably really confided probably, in each other. Because yeah. you're both like... Victims of victims. domestic abuse. Yeah. 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 And it's so interesting like with these... With these women who are so... Similar to how we were speaking about Georgia Smith. It's like you're idolized and like you're sexualized. Mm. And you're literally... You're this object. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody perceives you to have it all. You know, you've got the superstar partner. Mm-hmm. And you've got mm-hmm. the access to everything for free. But these women are vulnerable... As fuck yeah, Like yeah, yeah. So I'd rather be me Than be in this position Where yeah. I'm literally Just used for my looks yeah, First and foremost yeah. Did he Was that I could be making this bit up But like Did he not tell her Encourage her to shave her hair off Or something Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say as well Like the layer of um, Control that people forget as well Is like She was signed to bad boy 
Like he signed yeah. us a bad yeah. boy, then groomed her. Yeah. Like this is what we you saw know how Kelly doing. Like yeah. she her, her livelihood was in his hands before he even started paying for her yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Because she was signed to his label. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, there was I saw um it was young jock speaking oh, about young jock. telling was he the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's funny. Was he not a cab driver at one point? Was he? Yes, that would have surprised me. Someone got into his Uber and was like, what? Young Jock. I'm so... No, was he Wait, what? Not? The, what? The guy who's on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah, Young Jock. Maybe it was... <laughs> he was an Uber driver. He was an Uber driver. <laughs> that sounds a little bit familiar. I didn't think it was Young Jock though. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with him. Yeah. He's hilarious and very strange. Um, But he was telling a story and this is what I find so crazy about all of this is mm. these, all of this evidence is is being dredged up Like it's not that New people are coming out So there was this one time With Diddy That we couldn't even question it To yeah. be like ulterior, ulterior motive Yeah It's just stuff that people Have said in passing In interviews innocently Yeah He was saying that They were at uh, a club And he was sitting With his wife mm-hmm. And Cassie was sitting On the other side of him mm-hmm. And Diddy was in, They were in the VIP or whatever Diddy was everywhere He saw a white woman mm-hmm. Who had shaved Half of her head And he came up to Cassie And was like Tomorrow, I want you to shave half of your head. And young Jock said he was look he was looking back and forth between them like what the yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he said he looked at Cassie and was like, "You're not really gonna do that, are you?" Like, wow. and she was like, "Whatever he asks, <gasps> he gets." <laughs> and next thing you know, breaks my heart, she shaved man. the side of her head. Yeah, it really breaks my heart. The amount of damning evidence yeah. that's out there right now yeah. against that man. You just never know. And that's the kind of, not the art, I would say, but that's why domestic abuse is so scary mm-hmm. because a lot of it is behind closed doors. But sometimes it's, it's blatantly in your face. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, it's really, mm-hmm. and I just think people really just don't know how to navigate it. Yeah. Like, I've been there before. I think even um, a year or two ago, I was at a train station in O2 and there was a guy, and obviously I'm quite heightened to domestic abuse. I know what it is. I can probably mm. spot it from a mile off anyway, mm. um, just because of the work and... I don't know, I've experienced it myself. This guy was literally screaming in this girl's face. Mm. I didn't know what to do. Mm. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Like, what can you do? What can you do? And it's such a fine line because I guess there's like toxicity in relationships mm. a lot. Um, and it's very hard from the outside to judge like what is abuse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's something that people have struggled with from the beginning of time. Like, even when it comes to assault, like people, the lines are, are very unclear mm-hmm. for people. And I think there's been a lot of campaigning when it comes to assault with consent, for example. Like, yeah. that concept is a new thing that's yeah. even taught in schools. Yeah. But I think with abuse, I don't know why people are so accepting of it because it doesn't seem like there's, an, there's energy to e- educate people and men more specifically on what yeah. qualifies as abuse? I think because it kind of feels like abuse in relationships as well. Or just, I think, obviously, we're a species that we don't really understand relationships and love and stuff like, mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. So it's so hard to like pinpoint things. It is, So yeah. like, I might be going out with a guy and then maybe after a night out, he's just turned up and said, oh, I'm taking you home. Mm-hmm. In one in one part of my brain, I might be like, oh, "That's so lovely! Mm-hmm, like, thank mm-hmm. you so much." Yeah. And another part could be interpreted as like, "That's controlling as fuck." Like, it's I was going to make my own of the relationship. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just we don't get it. And even from the outside perspective, people are in relationships, and you might have a you might have an opinion outside of the relationship, but you don't know what's going on in that relationship yeah. either. Yeah. So I think even when I was in a relationship as well, like I spoke to my mom about it, 
after as well. And she said, first, first of all, she found it quite confusing. Second mm. of all, she didn't want to get involved and that would push me for, towards, him. towards him. Yeah, yeah, towards him even more. Yeah. It's such a, it's one that you literally have to tiptoe around to yeah. get it right. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not going to get it right. Yeah. Because that person is so emotionally tied to that abuser. Um, and also that person also, also sees the best in that abuser as yeah. well. But I think it's, I'm, I'm even more so speaking from the perspective of the abuser. Mm. Because I think with the abused, I don't, I, I, I think that it's, it's more likely that an abused woman, I'm, I'm just generalizing based mm. on what I think. I, there's, yeah. there's no stats behind all of this. Mm. But I feel like it would be more likely that a woman who is being abused mm-hmm. would be aware that she's being abused mm. than an abuser to be aware that he's abusing you think? Yeah. I think we've, it depends on the type of abuse we're talking. Like, if it's physical abuse, of course, there's no question about it. I think emotional abuse, I reckon a lot of men are unawares. Mm. And, I, and that's I why don't I'm think, like, I think they're aware of their behavior. They may not label it as abuse because that doesn't work in their favor. Um. <laughs> I think that a lot of people are in abusive relationships and are calling it toxic. And oh, they, they see it as like, we do toxic things yeah, to yeah, each yeah. other yeah, 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 as yeah. opposed to this is an abusive relationship yeah. and there is an abuser yeah. and a victim yeah. of abuse. Because sometimes I think what um, happens a lot in yeah those kind of toxic relationships is that we all, we grew up viewing domestic abuse because a lot of it happens behind closed doors and also very much in their faces, but we don't understand domestic abuse. Mm. We watch programs, we watch EastEnders where Trevor was literally whacking mm, Lil Mo and mm. she was this little timid little yeah, woman yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. There's a lot of women out there who are victims of abuse, but they might they be lecturers. Like they might be, yeah, 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 like I, although I was in an abusive relationship, I didn't talk like this and mm-hmm, I was like mm-hmm. um, okay I'm going to come back home because yeah. you've told me to I'll, I would be like no I'm not coming back yeah you would so argue, like, even argue yeah. I might even yeah. argue back but maybe from an outside perspective it's like well she's standing up to him doesn't so mean she's arguing. a victim yeah. yeah we're just arguing it might yeah. just be as bad as each other I don't really swear but I could be like fuck off man yeah, yeah. and then I'm suddenly like if I'm it's a toxic relationship yeah it's That's, toxic yeah, now. He's, he's not abusive yeah. because I've, there, I've said to him fuck off mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I think that's where the massive gap is though Like Abusive men Mm. Need to be educated on what abuse is Yeah Because As an abused Abused you know As a woman who Mm. You know fears that I'm Like even in relationships that I've been in Mm. I've I've gone to Google Mm. Is it abusive that he does this? Mm. Is it abusive? And there are so many resources That will educate me on like this is what it looks like when a man is abusive towards yeah. women. And this is a good way to navigate it. This is how to get out of it. But there's no scenario that an abuser is going to go on Google and be like, am I being abusive yeah. towards my, yeah. my girlfriend? Do you get, yeah. I, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there needs to be a lot more work done there to be educating the abuser as mm. opposed to the victim of abuse on how to yeah. navigate being abused. Yeah, I think most services and stuff, they're kind of... A lot of them concentrate on... Um, Saving people. Yeah, which... more like, not the cure, but... No, they focus more on the cure than prevention. Yes, exactly. So it's like when yeah. shit hits the fan, now exactly. we're thinking about... And it's important. And I'm, not, I'm not looking down on it or yeah, chastising no, it at all. It's, it's 100% yeah. necessary. It's just what we need more of yeah. is the opposite. Because I think that's why this conversation about abuse always ends up... You get questions like this. Mm. Of like, but why now? Yeah. 
Because the only people that know about abuse are victims of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. needs to be knowing yeah. about what abuse is and what it looks like and, mm. and the complications around it. It should not just be the people who need to know to mm. survive what it means. Yeah, no, it's true. And I think also when it comes to like services um, and stuff, something needs to happen. Yeah. At the end of the day, services are put in place. Like they have to earn money. Mm-hmm. So they, um, when I used to work for a domestic violence service, we can only... Maintain this refuge If there were ladies coming in mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Do you know what I mean That's how So we had to show them Oh we've had a hundred people In this month mm-hmm. If that didn't happen Then they'll be like Well there's no abuse Yeah. So everything's yeah. about Visibly seeing things That have happened When women go to um, Housing um, Offices When they're looking For accommodation They would be like Is there a police report About mm-hmm. this Because they visibly Need to see something Yeah. Even when we watch TV shows It would be very boring If the whole show Was just like there's a bit of an abuse there. Mm, like you need the it has to be extreme, big, scary, yeah, yeah, like yeah. man, because it's yeah. not it's not entertaining. People really struggle to fathom things if it's not visible. If it's not really obvious, your, basically, it's not really obvious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even when it is really obvious, we still struggle to fathom it because what Diddy's being accused of is as clear as day. Yeah, it's it's actually hard to refute. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what anyone could use to defend him. Yeah. from Even from the little information that we do know, mm. all of it points towards she's telling the truth. Yeah, she's telling the truth. So, yeah. and we're still struggling to, to fathom it. I think, I think when it comes to powerful men, especially, there is this automatic, like, it's funny that he says by default, social media has, you know, um, gone for him and whatever and, and, mm. and chastised him as the ma- abused man. But I'm like, I equally think by default, a lot of men probably including you, mm. go for defending the supposed vulnerable, powerful man. Yeah. Supposedly vulnerable yeah. man. Because I'm finding it interesting Like that trajectory from accused man to vulnerable man in a lot of mm. black men's minds always fascinates me. I've had so many conversations with men that I respect defending men like R. Kelly, Bill Cosby, off the back of Tory social Lanes. media. Tory Lanez. Yeah. Off the back of social media, man. We don't know anything. And... You have you have automatically reverted to this state of protect him. Yeah, yeah. Why? I feel like a lot of men actually have their backs up, and maybe I guess not by any fault of their own, where they don't feel very, especially black men, they don't feel very protective. They don't mm. feel very seen. So when there's kind of like a movement, like a Me Too movement, where it's like men are bad, they're like, well, we go through stuff, but yeah. they're so angry that they they don't speak up about it. Yeah, sort of thing. So when they hear that, um, for example. I don't know, this woman's abused. They are interested in like, what what, what has she done? Because maybe the, in their life, they actually have experienced bad things at the hands of women. Yeah, and they yeah. haven't spoken up they about it. They haven't done anything So they're like, that. well, you don't know the facts. Because maybe in their world, they've been done so badly by women yeah. and haven't spoken up about it. So they've just got their back up naturally. And and this is the danger of marrying up your problems with, yeah. you know, with things that trigger you. Because yeah. next thing you know, you're defending a rapist yeah. online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to sort out your shit. <laughs> and then... Call a spade a spade yeah, because yeah. this man is an abuser. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever you've gone through, that ain't got nothing to do with the abuse that no. he did and and all the horrible things that he's done to yeah. women. Like, separate your shit and don't don't create a loaded argument off the back of personal issues. That like, just mm. relax. Mm. I find it very jarring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just think I think anyone who wants to ask this question should think about why they're asking it. Are you asking it to yeah. genuinely understand? Yeah. Why? Or are you asking it because you want to have a debate about we don't know that he did it? <laughs> if it's the latter, just go to the shade room comments. Yeah, and just I beg. Just, you'll find a home. You'll there. find your your camp. Yeah. But just you need because 
yeah, we shouldn't need to ask this question anymore. We mm. should all really understand why, especially when it happens so often. That's that frustrates me too. It's like sometimes people will see the same thing happen over and over again with loads of different people, but because yeah. they just don't like the idea of it, they still struggle to accept that maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Like with <laughs> all these women who yeah. always take years to come out. Yeah. Like maybe there's a maybe reason. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah. As much as you might not understand it, like perhaps yeah. there's a gap in your knowledge <laughs> because they're not all mad and just decide for fun to come out years later. Like, perhaps there's a reason. So when you're asking, just actually be asking to find out the answer. Mm. Don't be asking to have stupid debates because mm. it's annoying. And these are real people's lives and pain at stake. Yeah. I always do wonder as well, like, what... Do men think that women hate them that much that they're literally just going to continuously make up things? Yeah. I think even the Noah Clark thing, it was like... what. Was it 12 or like 25 women? Yeah, it was a lot. And remember. everyone was like, oh, look, they're all jumping on now. Like, why that? Why now? But it's like, is there 25 evil women who are going to completely fabricate make things, things. You, It would genuinely require 25 psychotic women. <laughs> because yeah. there are psychotic people. There are mad oh, people, there are that, people do things. that do make things Yeah, up. there Fair are. Enough. I but they are that. one in a million. Yeah. One in a thousand. I don't know the stat, but one in a very large number. Yeah. It is not the vast majority of people no. that just make shit up. No. It's so, yeah, it's tired. It is actually really tired in 2023. Come on, man. Yeah. Get with it. Do better. Do your Googles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Stupid. Um, should we rapidly, rapidly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sending lots of love and light to Cassie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think things like this really do kind of give me hope for the next generation of women to, not even, sorry, not even the next generation of women. It's like women in general. Mm. Like people... People see things like this happen and they feel like they have a voice. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just always encourage people to take their time, take your sweet time because speaking up is very, very, very. It's hard. It's, you have to have tough skin for yeah. it. Yeah, because you're gonna get people asking questions like this, yeah. and this is even like a kind version of yeah. the questions. Like, yeah. you're gonna be accused of all manner of madness and called all types of names. Like, you really have to be ready to do it when yeah. you do it. Yeah. So, um, so not rush for these fools. Yeah, just sending any. Body love who has been in a, an abusive relationship, yeah, um, or is in an abusive relationship. Sorry, because yeah. um, it's hard, and you just you never ever 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 know, yeah, who's in one. Who's yeah, not. you like, never know. You just you never, never know. know. Um, could be someone amongst our friendship group. Hundred percent. Like you just you just, you just never, never know. know. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think find your find your pack, find people you trust. Yeah. Um. Yeah, try and be safe. We're praying for you, yes. y'all. Um, we hope you <laughs> feel seen, maybe, in a yeah. sense. Like, yeah. not to say people who are victims of abuse feel seen, but just people with these opinions, even. Because um, I think there's a lot of us who agree with everything we've said. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I hope so. Hope you feel seen. <laughs> hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, we love you lots, and we will see you next week. See you later. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.